All right, everybody, welcome back to the uh, Agents of Comic Book Podcast. We are back here with our uh, two-year anniversary episode. My name oh, is Paul, yes, and I'm Eric. That's right, and uh, it's a little past two years actually. We're already we're already digging into year three. Oh yeah, um, but what is the exact date? Uh, October sixteenth, I believe. Oh okay, I have it marked on the Twitter. I do not have it memorized. Gotcha. I forgot <laughs> our anniversary. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> what we did last year was we uh, essentially created a uh, awards list, a very prestigious awards list. Like oh uh, yeah, all the writers and artists pay attention. To <laughs> yeah, everyone has goaded breath, like yeah, just waiting for this, just waiting for our award show to come out, and it's finally <laughs> here. Usually we we it's not going to be too long of an episode i remember our last one was like 30 minutes if that yeah uh but we just usually have to shoot the shit uh thank all of our listeners for joining in for another year and kind of talk about things uh in a kind of general scope the, this is an address of the state of the podcast oh yeah is what this is we uh are breaking the middle of our october halloween stuff as we did last year so we do have our planned lock and key episode coming up uh, next week. So if you tuned in today to watch or uh, to listen to our lock and key episode, as, as we told you, what, that's what it would be. So I'm very <laughs> sorry if you did that. I was going to say, this is like two episodes straight of like a switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> they, we've lost the trust of the people. All right. I, I, ever, wavering. Someone took off on Monday to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I hope not, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what our plan is. We're going to still talk about the, uh, the episode next week, but we wanted to get this in while it was still uh, relevant. And then that gets, gets us an opportunity that actually Actually put it out on Halloween. True that. So yeah. and catch up on the show. Extra spooky fact. Yeah, and we honestly, there's no way I would have had it all done, but like watching the show today. No. I haven't even started the first episode. Me neither. That, that was just <laughs> a, a ludicrous idea that we were thinking we were going to watch that in a weekend. <laughs> that was never going to happen. No, especially because Dune came out and we had to watch that first anyway. So yeah, I've, yeah, there was a lot going on. Pretty good movie though. I like that. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, there's no Dune comic, so that, unfortunately, that actually won't be there is. Oh, wait, what? I mean, back. I mean, they made uh, like a comic series back when from the '80s one, and there's like some random ones, and they're also doing like a graphic novel adaptation of the movie. No shit. That Bill Sankiewicz is actually doing. Oh, in a way, I did hear about that. Yeah. So, who knows? We could do it. Who knows? <laughs> um, or we could just do the actual book. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the the borders of this podcast might be broken down. In this I was going to say, yeah. So we'll get there. Red tape might be being cut. That's right. Um, and maybe we maybe we can leave with that because um. I brought this up today. One thing I've been thinking with the way this podcast is, I think we talked about it before. I mean, if you're just joining us, if, I mean, some people jump on the anniversary episodes. If you're just joining us, the usual premise of this show, at least for the last two years, has been we will pair a comic book. Like, we'll talk about a comic book every week or every other week and then uh, discuss it paired along with an adaptation that sometimes is going on right now or other times it'll be a really old movie or TV show mm -hmm. and not really compare the two together. We don't do that a lot, but it's more of just like getting two different sides of a character. Yeah. Um, and the main idea of it to begin with was it was going to be kind of a book club where... Like, for example, like if um, Suicide Squad is coming out, like if the movie is like there's a bunch of hype around it, it's coming out in a couple months. A lot of times people are going to go back and read the Suicide Squad for the first time. Like, be like oh, I'm going to know what these characters are about. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to finally read this book, mm -hmm. you know, before the movie comes out. So I know what's go what, uh, what's going on. I can be an expert. Yep. Um, I, I do that all the time when a movie's coming out. I still haven't read an Eternals book. I don't know if they're going to make me do that. But <laughs> yeah. most of the time it, it gets me hyped and I'll go back and read old runs to see what I'm missing. Um, you know, a lot of times, like when Moon Knight comes out, I might do that. Finally, go and read some Moon Knight comics because I know I've I've only heard good things about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it could be the opposite too. Where like you'll see like uh like a movie or an adaptation of a comic book and like 
like it a lot and then want to go like read the comic. Oh, fair. Moment. Yeah, and so having the timing of that, uh, having the timing of that congruently makes it a lot of times something. Like, oh, someone else is reading this. Like yeah. while you're reading it, so it can kind of be like a book club for a book that came out a long time ago, which is yep. gonna be hard to find. Yep. The problem with that is I. Especially with a lot of these lukewarm like MCU properties coming out, I've yeah. gotten less and less excited about talking about the adaptation part of the comic, <laughs> like our yeah. podcast, like the comic book part of it. I'm always hyped for. Like I, I love reading the books and talking about them because it's something that you know you don't get a lot of other places. Like a lot of discourse around like actual the actual comic book issues is not always the easiest to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we have to sit down and talk about like Wandavision, I'm like. I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have nothing to add to that conversation because uh, unless it's something I'm really hyped about or have a really strong opinion about, yeah, it's not going to be something I'm all going to enjoy talking through because or, or something that's like new it's, and, yeah, and not yeah. just like the exact same thing or something close to the same thing as most of the MCU stuff tends to be. Because like the most fun I've had talking about adaptations is when we go back and watch something just ridiculous. Or, oh yeah, like that we never would have watched otherwise. Yeah, or something that you never like knew even existed or right. something. Like going back and watching like the old Fantastic Four movie, awesome. Oh yeah, like that was a blast. <laughs> Howard the Duck, I yeah. never would have watched that. What a gem. What a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's little instances like that that I think pay off yeah um like i'd still love to watch that supergirl movie i've heard so much about at some point yeah for um, sure um but i think moving forward i think what our idea is is we're, i think we're gonna move to just being like a comic book book club podcast which is basically what this is already just like a, a little bonus thing at the end mm-hmm. and we still might do that occasionally it's just we're not gonna like pressure ourselves into making that fit when it doesn't yeah like for example like the most fun i've had doing the comic book sections of the podcast like two examples would be like the fir- very first one we did batwoman um, and Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I think b- the reason is because we were able to get so far into it, we actually got a complete picture of what the book was. Exactly. Like, we read all of Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Like, that was awesome. Like, we read pretty much the whole run up until it started getting really shitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the good parts. Right. We read the complete good part, the recommended reading for Batwoman. And it yeah. was awesome that getting that complete picture of the character. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and even Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, we got really far into it and then blue balls to ourselves. We're like, time to change topics. We watched all the <laughs> Avengers movies. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I mean, we did spend a month on it. So, and, yeah, but it was definitely could have gone on a little longer and i wouldn't have minded or at least it, well i mean it's not that we have to do them all in like in a row but yeah giving ourselves the opportunity to go back to it even though we don't have something to watch exactly like, like even though we ran out of avengers movies i still want to be able to go back and read the rest of that run yeah and we don't have to f- go and find some random avengers cartoon or something to watch with it. <laughs> yeah not just necessary. struggle through right exactly yeah so i think that's going to be the plan moving forward and that'll allow us to read also some comics that we never could have done under this format like yep. things that don't have adaptations yet or maybe will never mm-hmm. um so that's going to really open up the kind of books we can cover on this podcast which is exciting to me like we could go and do like more uh like like we like you talked about like, even like a novel like like dune or like the witcher or like we can yeah, do yeah. Like, manga and all the all, all sorts of stuff yeah um that it could like open up a lot of what our options are which i think would be more exciting yeah for sure um and like i said we still might do adaptations from time to time like if we do if we read like a really good supergirl book we might be like oh and it's a little bonus at the end of this episode we did watch that movie we'll yeah. talk about that too but we're not going to hold ourselves to that i think yeah totally um because there are especially good... when we know it's just going to be garbage and then we have just have to sit here for 10 15 minutes just ripping on it and being like yeah it sucked <laughs> yeah, like fan four stick is an example of that like i like yeah i was like this is low-hanging fruit exactly <laughs> like I, I hate punching down like i don't want to just sit here and shit on something and just do that over and over for, right like, but if we're countless... gonna watch like the old swamp thing movie that one is fun to talk about exactly it's just like what the hell is going on here because <laughs> at least 
least it's interesting and exactly. not just bad and boring. It's not just like, yeah, a corporation made this and they clearly didn't care and yeah. here it is. They just sl- 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 slapped it on there's a There's nothing to unpack there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, that's, yep, that, that's it. This was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's going to be what our idea is moving forward. Um, it might we we might have to work on the schedule a little bit. Um, we might end up after this lock and key episode, maybe taking like a break for like one week just to figure out what our schedule is going to be moving forward. Mm-hmm. Still going to be biweekly. It's still we're still going to talk about comics all the time, but I want to like narrow down what our next book is going to be. So yeah. maybe we'll take a second to do that. Yep. Um, so that is our plan. Lock and key is still moving forward uh, as planned for next week. We're still going to read uh, that book as well and finish that out. We're going to read the the final three volumes of that to close that out. Uh, and then who knows what the the future holds? Uh, it'll be twenty twenty two. We'll be we're closing in on a hundred episodes. Yeah, getting uh, close. This, I this believe eighty. I think something? this is ninety four. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's I right. You know, if you count all the episodes, yeah, yeah. which you should. No, <laughs> they're all valid. Um, I, I don't know if we'll be able to do a Klaus episode this year, though. Are there Klaus books we haven't done yet? I think we finished there, all of them. There might be one more. No, you might be. No, there there has to be one more because we did one that was the Klaus origin, and then we did two of the short stories. Oh, I think there's okay. one more, and then we're giving Grant Morrison and Dan Moore one more year. <laughs> one more year, leave a present under my tree, goddamn you. <laughs> it has to come. It has to. I really hope so. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but since uh, we are, did we have announced this uh, format change, I do want to uh, give a little in memoriam for the adaptations we might not ever cover now, which <laughs> for better or worse, m- mostly better. Um, Titans, I don't know if I'll ever get you to watch that show now. <laughs> Rest in peace, Eric watching Titans. Put up a title card. I uh, mean, who knows? Maybe one day. He'll never get to see Batman n- killing the Joker off screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and Nora have hyped the shit out of it. So, I mean, I, I might struggle through it one day. Uh, it, watch. Just know that when you go into it, season one, unbearable. <laughs> Don't watch it. Season okay. two, you're, you're going to fool yourself into being like, is this good? Is this going to start to be good? Yeah. Maybe it's a rough start, and now we're getting into it. I'll it, tell myself I'm watching it ironically, but deep down. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> you're like, wait, Superboy is pretty good. Oh, my God, it's crypto, and he has all of his powers oh man oh my god what's going on and then you'll get to season three you'll be like what's happening why is it getting worse what's happening we're regressing time is a flat circle <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. that's what you have in store for you it's certainly uh, some ups and downs but at its worst it's um we talk about this scale of good bad to boring bad yeah at its worst it's bad in a, in the way that makes your brine your your brine your brain <laughs> your brine your brain scramble <laughs> makes your brain go brine <laughs> It's so, a pickle. At, at worst, it's bad in the kind of way where like it's like a train wreck. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. What is this version of Batman? He's doing the Batsui. Do I like that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Titans. Uh, what else do we have that we might never do? Eternals? Rip. We're not doing Eternals. There's, yeah. There's that no is, way. <laughs> I just feel like that is just going to be a thing. There's even a Kieran Gillen run of it, and I am still oh. just like, do I want to read this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no draw or inspiration no. to get anywhere near those. Yeah, I don't know. So that one does nothing for me. Uh, I'm thanking my lucky stars that we don't have to do that Hawkeye show now. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, dre- that would have been... I cannot believe they're still doing it that. It would have just been us making fun of Jeremy Renner for like the last 20 minutes of every episode. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that could have been fun, but yeah, not worth the time. It is really weird that like that show is so clearly based off of like a very specific comic book, like a very specific oh, yeah. run, and like the writers and, and the artists have admitted they're not getting a penny for it, which doesn't surprise me, but it's just like, really? Yeah, I saw like there was a side-by-side where it was like, uh, the poster for a recent promo for that show. Yeah. 
side by side to a cover that they did for that run that it's based that you're saying is based yeah, off the, of, the and it's like it's, run, it's yeah. a copy and paste. Like it's the exact yep. same thing. And like it's one thing when you're taking like the character and maybe taking like a couple moments or like yep. uh, a character or something. Yeah, like, or that's a story one thing. idea. But or this loose. is literally like you're taking the vibes and the style. Like you're taking the art style of it. Yeah. Like even that's. You're not even coming up with your own style. You're literally just loosely taking things from someone, something that someone already made. Like, I don't know if it's worse because, like, it's already bad, but, like, it's definitely way more obvious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that, uh, that just that makes it that much more atrocious. Right. It's just like, come on, man. You're yeah, gonna, it's, it's just like I said, I said on Twitter today, it's just like a less charismatic version of the book. Just read the book. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be <laughs> you awesome. You don't have to we, suffer through Jeremy running. And that's part of the reason why, like, that's what uh, I saw that, like, uh, come out. And that's part of the reason why I came to this conclusion of changing the format i was like if i have to sit down and talk about the very good book and then the kind of knockoff version of it like that's just gonna be a drag like yeah i'll happily talk about the former yeah the kind of knockoff version that they're still gonna get like millions of dollars off of yeah so yeah i'll, I'll happily talk about the former i think you'd love that hawkeye book yeah probably um, but so that that's again another reason why i think it'll be fun to switch formats because yeah. we'll be able to actually like do shit yep um it was in january Here's just an idea, though we don't have to commit to it. I'll edit this out if you say no. <laughs> Do you want to go back and finish Hickman Avengers? One year one year returning? Yeah, on the one year anniversary. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah, every every January Hickman. Because how far <laughs> did, did we got like halfway through? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much halfway. Okay. A little more than halfway. Okay. Yeah, we can go back to that. Excellent. I was hoping you'd say yes. I don't God, have to edit this podcast. It does not feel like it, that was last January. Oh, you're telling me. Way sooner than that. It does not feel like we've been doing this podcast for two <laughs> years, but a pandemic <laughs> happened like two months into it. Yeah, that's very true. We did this podcast for October, December, January, and then COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So this has been the COVID cast. The pretty whole much. Time, so that's why time <laughs> has been a flat soup. Yep. Um. But yeah, it, I. I think that will be, uh, and then February maybe, or sometime soon, we can also go back and actually do uh, Grant Morrison Batman properly. Oh, right, right. Because that was another re re uh, way that the format failed us, was having to like just jump in and do like an arc of Grant yeah. Morrison Batman. Is It doesn't work that way. No. Like, it's fine. Like It's still a good comic that way, but you're just missing so much. Exactly. Yeah, it leaves it. you with so many unanswered questions and like cliff notes. Yeah, and there's a pacing to it, too. Like Reading it all in order is like incredibly rewarding. So, oh, like, yeah. Take it a piece of it. it it's it doesn't work yeah because you're missing you're either missing a lot of context or you're missing like the payoffs of like small context that you're like precisely being given. yeah yeah like oh dick grayson's batman that's kind of cool it's like no there's so much more <laughs> <laughs> uh but without uh, further ado uh we can talk more about our plans uh in the coming weeks uh, again if you want to keep up with uh kind of what our uh what's going on with the podcast we are over at twitter uh, at Agents of Podcast. That's where you'll catch, like, uh, you can always find links to the upcoming episodes and see what we're doing ahead of time. Uh, especially now that we are changing it up, we will uh, announce what our books are going to be moving forward because now that we're kind of going to be able to stick to longer formats, we'll mm. be able to actually, you can read ahead and not feel like you're wasting time or that we're going to change the schedule on yeah. you randomly or who knows what. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that, will, that we will be able to do. So we're over at Twitter at Agents of Podcast. So that is the plan. I think without further ado, we can go ahead and get into our... Our, uh, our picks for the awards of 2021 for Agents <laughs> of Podcast. I know that everyone's tuning in. We've finally gotten to that moment. <laughs> All right. So uh, some of these, I um, this was another reason why I came to the floor. There were some of these that I struggled with, particularly on the adaptation part. Like, for example, like emotional moment in an adaptation. I was like, I have nothing. <laughs> I, I guess Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I I kind of had to turn that into like, well, I mean, maybe not 
like stereotypically emotional, but just like may, I chose anger for that one and just went with anytime Jar Jar came on screen. That's fair. <laughs> last year was easier. We I think we had better movies last year. Oh, I, definitely. Yeah. I didn't struggle with that one last year, but this time I was like, wow! I looked at the list. We did not do anything good, <laughs> right? Um, but let's start from the beginning. Um, this was also actually one I struggled with. Most what the fuck moment in a comic. We kind of stayed away from the really, really bad comics this year. Yeah. We did a lot more of them last year. Yeah. Because last year I looked at that and I said, oh, Doomsday Clock. Move. Next yeah. question. <laughs> I don't think there was an egregious example that I remember. So I left that one as well done. Yeah, exactly. I, I have nothing for that one. Yeah, that's well, kind of just, uh, just a neutral we, like, we clap on the we, back. St- we stayed away from landmines this year successfully. I don't know if we'll... I, I think it'll be easier to do that moving forward because we won't have to pick a shitty thing to match a shitty movie. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm glad that I can leave that one as empty. Well done, comic <laughs> books. Most what-the-fuck moment in a movie was easy for me. I said Daredevil basketball. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I actually had the same movie, but a different scene. Oh, Mine was John Favreau groping a griffin with tits statue. Oh, my God. How could I forget? <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy we both picked the same movie, but they right. were different moments. <laughs> Two different moments. Oh, man. Uh, it, 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 I looked at the list and I was I got like uh, that was early that was like November yeah that was uh, pretty soon after the last anniversary I was like oh don't have to go far yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was either that or the just the entire Electra movie yeah the entire that one I think had less like egregious like what is happening moments and more just like, like why the fuck who was this made, made? This? yeah this movie never had a point <laughs> who made this and who asked for it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that one was, was an easy one for me. Uh, fist pump moment in a comic to, uh, put this in another way. This is just a moment where it's like a moment where you'd have applause in a theater. Like not that you should ever do that. Don't ever applause in a theater, but this would be the metaphorical applause in the theater for a comic book moment. Uh, for me, I, I cheated and I said all of infinity from Hickman Avengers, uh, because that whole, uh, that whole, uh, arc, those whole like issues, those 12 issues of that event are constantly just ending with just like, Boom! Like yeah. epic, like Thor holding up his hammer and like leading the accusers, like raising up their hammers to go fight. And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, another Thor moment, like him coming in with the lightning to uh, to kill Thanos, or even like betraying the uh, the uh, the builder during the negotiations. Yeah, with the throwing hammer. the hammer like around the world and just plunging it through his chest. Yeah, that whole run is just filled with like epic moments like that, and this like the banding together of like the different like uh, alien empires. Yeah, I I had pretty much picked the same thing. Thank us when the job is done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that whole that whole uh, arc is just perfect. Yep. Uh, a movie or an adaptation? This one I struggled with until I found my answer, and then I was like, of course, that's what it was. I think that was the one I struggled with. That's fair, because I didn't find one until until the end, because uh, mine was uh, a Captain Rex leading the insurrection against General Krell in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Honestly, that was mine. That, yeah, that was probably that at least at the top of mine, too, because... Yeah, because as like far said, as adaptations went, I that's mean, what like I mean. we said, they were like pretty dull that's this year. Exactly but. my point is like I until I found that one, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna pick? And then because that was one, I was like, oh hell yeah, like that's a, Clone Wars was one I was excited to talk about. So that one, yeah. that one got me. I guess it's either that or Duel of the Fates in Phantom Menace. Oh sure, there's a lot I, of Star probably Wars that moments that. you could pick. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and and there was some uh, Sweet Tooth was a runner up in like a lot of my adaptation picks because that one was still pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't same like for a me. perfect adaptation, but it, I I think it got a lot of the important parts right for sure. Yeah, it held up. Um, that was also my uh, my pick for um 
most emotional moment in, a, in an adaptation or a movie because I think Sweet Tooth got at least enough of those moments, right? Yeah, and like definitely. building up on Gus's dad as an actual character was a really good move. Yeah, and like for having sure. him played by Will Forte. So I think that was one where like even the adaptation like stepped it up a little bit. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to vote for you there. Yeah, they really made his dad a way more sympathetical character in the adaptation than they do and in the Jepper. book. And Jeopard. Like, Jeopard oh, is, Jepper is a little sure. bit of an improvement as well. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's one example of, like, an adaptation kind of, like, taking their source material and not just, like, rip, like, just putting out, like, a half version of it. They actually, like, looked at it, it like, knew what it was telling, what story it was telling, and actually told that, but in their own way with, like, yeah. their own characters, essentially, but close enough. Yeah, just put spins on different uh, story arcs and right. like characters. So, so that's an adaptation that I didn't hate uh, talking about or reviewing because they actually like did something that was worth talking about. The differences of but the comic and the story, like for good reasons mostly, like just expanding on different characters in the background, like Doctor yep. Singh, yeah, totally, um, and and shit like that was really good. Comic book that one was easy for me. I picked the Life and Times of Joe Christmas, <laughs> of uh, course. I, I think Klaus is was my pick last year, and unless we stop doing it, it's going to continue to be probably that 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 comic book gets to me. Joe Christmas was a sweet man, and we saw his whole life in reverse time. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it hit hard. And yeah. we, we saw the the kitty who uh, who fought in World War II, a giant cat. Yeah, eye patch, and kitty. that made me emotional. Yeah, can't, can't <laughs> go wrong with that. A Nazi killing cat, you gotta love it. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's where here's where they're getting good. These these are my favorite ones from the, from this point forward. Uh, we changed this question for this year because I thought this would be more interesting. Uh, Favorite new character for from a comic book that we read and favorite new character from an adaptation that we watched. This doesn't have to be a character who you just learned about, but someone who like you didn't really have an appreciation for them and an understanding until you got there. And now you're like, oh, you know what? I might be a fan of this character now. Mm-hmm. My pick for comic book was Dr. Afra. I think that one was very clear for me because like that was a character who I had no background with whatsoever before we chose to, to cover her stories on the podcast. Yep. And now it's like instantly one of my favorite Star Wars characters. So I think that one was a very easy pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I, I, it was kind of a half. I had Afra also. And then just a lot of different ones from the JLA run just like the like how steel was actually a character oh, and had, yeah, that's actually had like some stu- some substance it wasn't just in the background just like hammer and stuff yeah and like there were even like short arcs with like the tomorrow woman uh yeah. like that they had like really great impacts in like a small amount of time oh yeah um so yeah uh, the way they were working with new characters in that run was pretty good as well yeah definitely uh for movie uh this one I actually had an easy pick I, I thought I was going to have a harder time with this one cuz by by now going when I was making my list I was like oh all these adaptation picks suck. I have mm-hmm. nothing to say. Yeah. But this one actually, um, I'm going to say The Suicide Squad, because that movie actually took a bunch of characters I thought nothing of. Like, I had no opinions on whatsoever. Like, yeah, even yeah. the ones I knew, I was like, sure, they're there. They exist. <laughs> uh, but turned it into like an, a really good movie and gave those characters a story that actually like it felt like they should be there. Yeah. Um, like, like Ratcatcher was amazing, King yeah. Shark, classic. And then even like Peacemaker being a piece of shit was a really interesting character to watch in the context of that story. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, the way that he's weaved like in the main story also is cool. Like how it's kind of just in the background for a bit. Right. And like having like, uh, like them, the Suicide Squad actually just be straight up like, uh, like have Peacemaker just be a piece of shit. Yeah, like totally. other other movies would have tried to make him like cool and redeemable. Like, oh, he's just trying to like save his family or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> no, he's just a killer, and like he yeah. wants any reason to kill, and they make that abundantly clear. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm liking this. I like this take this take on these characters for sure. Um, so I think that one was an easy pick for me because like, I, and I still don't know if if I'll if it made me like interested in like. 
Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to read, like, a Ratcatcher comic. <laughs> but, like, if, if they come out with, like, a Suicide Squad 2 with those versions of those characters, I'd be all for it. Like, I'm, I'm hyped to see, like, them again specifically. Even if they don't do that, maybe they, like, have a whole new cast next time, too. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Um, But I think that was a really good example of just, like, in a vacuum. It gave me something new that I enjoyed. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. My That was a tough one for me, too. Uh, Suicide Squad was up there, but I'd, I think I'd have to go, I mean, maybe recency, but I think The Empty Man, just because- oh, that's a good one. Just because, A, it wasn't a straight ripoff of just, like, comic to screen. Like, it was just- like, That was a great Just, like, taking that. that, like, idea and universe and kind of, like, just bar- like taking loose threads and kind of making, like, something new from it. Yeah, that's a great example because they didn't just adapt the story, which is would have been easy. They adapted, yeah. like, they took the vibes and they were just like, let's put those vibes on my story. Yeah, exactly. Which is, like, a great way to do an adaptation because then you're not just, like, retelling the same thing. Yeah. Because those are the worst examples of what we cover, like we just said with Hawkeye, where it's like, yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about with the movie. It's just kind of the comic, but worse or yeah. different. Or yep. They're <laughs> just kind of a ripoff of a really yeah. good art. Or that this time just gonna... it's animated. Who? Yeah. <laughs> crazy uh so yeah that's a really good example of how to do an adaptation and not have it be a waste of space yep all right now we're getting into the uh the big ones these are the big winners this is uh we're gonna go through favorite creative team like we're gonna go favorite writer favorite uh artist favorite colorist uh and then uh we also have favorite adaptation uh favorite comic book in general that we've covered those are the last two um so i will get us started here with this one for favorite writer um this one was I mean, I'm going to say Hickman Avengers, but I I would like to say that Morrison Batman would be right up with it, but we didn't get that far in it, which is, again, part of what we've been talking about this episode is yeah. we didn't get a chance to really give that its due example. So if I'm going to say just in a vacuum, like what we've covered, then I would probably vote Hickman Avengers, but I okay. think those should be closer. Yeah, yeah. Those should be much closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that 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 created my easy vote. I think that was one of the most uh, that was the most fun I had reading a comic book that we've covered. I think Doctor Afra is also up there for me as far as books we've covered this year as well. Okay. Um. At least those were my two picks for uh for favorite book. Yeah. I I my two were definitely the either Hickman or Gillen between those two runs because that Doctor like, Afra. Yeah, yeah, they were the best like contained or like continuing contained stories that we were able to like follow like a few different arcs on. Yeah. Totally. Um, favorite art uh, this one I, I have a straight tie I, that's illegal but I, I literally could not you could not tell me I to think I one. might know who it is and it might be mine but yeah go well, ahead well one of our I'm sure we're gonna share one I said Dan Mora on Klaus yeah so that one was that's why this had to be a tie because I can't not vote for that i same <laughs> i can't either i can't say like oh damn more i got second place because it's never true i know um but how could but how could i also the same thing about uh stan sakai usagi yojimbo no oh, yeah <laughs> that, it, it's like pinnacle like that's peak art yeah like i can't pick between those two so they both win i don't care if it's illegal see yeah i, I feel kind of bad i i i'd say that would have been my third but yeah my top or my tie or top two at least would have been Dan Mora or Bill Sankowitz for the Electro. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, but there was Bill Sankowitz Electro as yeah. well. And let's not forget uh, Frank Quitely on uh, a Batman, uh, a Batman and Robin as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of good art this year. So that yeah. was a, that was a tough one to pick. And that's not even including like the other books who we like really enjoyed the art for. Like, yeah. Like uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard, uh, and uh, Batman Universe. Yeah. Um, like all of those books had really good art. But it, oh, definitely. Hard to compare. We did some classics this year as far as that goes. Yep. Um, favorite colorist. This one was actually funny for me because I remember last year I uh, I picked 
Hellboy because Hellboy is like my, one of my favorite books ever. Yeah. And the colors on it are spectacular because it's Dave Stewart and he's like one of the best colorists of all time. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, last year I made it easy for myself. I just went with that because it was Dave Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go through this year and see what colorist like, I like now just in a vacuum because I don't know like who did the colors on most of these books, like at least off the top of my head. So I'm yeah. going to go back just off memory of the art and then be like, oh, yeah, that was the best. Yep. And I went back and I ended up picking Batman Universe. And then I went and looked at the creative team, yeah. and it was Dave Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, because I think when we were reading that, too, that came up. Yep. So we were like, yeah, the colors are great. And it's like, oh, uh, yeah, Dave Stewart. I was like, oh, yeah, he did that, too. <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess I have a type. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I, damn, I forgot about that. I said I ended up going with Dan Mora because I mean, oh, he does colors easy, yeah. for Klaus, too, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I almost went with, cause I thought Nick Darrington did his own colors, but then I was like, oh shit, that's Dave Stewart. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's a good pick as well. Uh, I think there were a lot of ones. Like I said, we had a lot of great art teams this year. So oh, yeah. I think that that one was, uh, was a close one. Uh, and then we have the, the final two we we're going to go with, uh, the best book that we've covered, which I think we might be able to guess at this point now, putting this one at the end and then best adaptation. That one I, I think might be harder to discern. Um, best book, I think I've made it pretty clear. Hickman Avengers is my pick. Um, this uh, for all around. I mean, granted, the art's not my favorite all the time, yeah. but like sometimes it's really great. Like New Avengers is pretty consistently good, um, and like the art's never bad. Like so, there's a couple issues that are bad, but most of the time it's not bad. But it's only gets bad when it's like in the events, and the okay. events are always rushed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's where I got. I think overall that was the best book we covered, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I would probably say either that or uh, Sweet Tooth. Actually, oh, Sweet Tooth is true. Yeah, yeah that, that was that's, that was again my tie for that. Yeah, that's got to be up there as well because yeah. Sweet Tooth is a fantastic book, and that was one of those ones where like you just ended up like reading the whole thing. And, yeah, like, you just couldn't stop. Yeah, yeah so totally, that's absolutely a good pick. Yeah, I'd probably put an honorable mention for Jeff Lemire for art too. Oh, I was, I, that was solid a, throughout. I had that written down as well. I should call that out. Yeah, Jeff Lemire for the art on Sweet Tooth because uh, he wrote and did the art on that book, which I think is really impressive all the time when that happens. Oh, absolutely. There's actually, it's surprising, there's a lot of comic book writers you would never guess are, like, also artists. Like, I know Grant Morrison, I think, started out, like, doing art. Yeah. If I recall they're correctly. Definitely, yeah. They've definitely done a lot before. It's, um, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of it, but I know it's, like, pretty good. And Chip Zdarsky started out as an artist. Um, oh, that's right, we, We've yeah. covered a few Chip Zdarsky books. I'd love to go into a deep dive on his Daredevil run now that we're changing the format. Oh, for sure. I didn't, I don't want to talk about the Daredevil show. It's fine. I just, <laughs> I, it, this far removed i have nothing to say about it. yeah there's no reason to break it down episode or by arc by arc who cares at this point yeah, yeah. but zadarsky daredevil fucking awesome i would love to talk about that yeah i've definitely been wanting to get into um, that but yeah he, he's a really good artist as well he's, he still does art on a bunch of books cool um, so you'd be surprised uh how many like actually dabble in art as well it's just it art takes a lot of time yeah so like, exactly. you, a lot definitely. of times you got to commit to it uh, best adaptation. I mean, this is gonna feel dumb, but I'm gonna say the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> like it's, we, it was there. Wait, the prequels or the original? No, the original. <laughs> Not the. Are you kidding me? Um, I, we, I ended up liking Revenge of the Sith more than I thought, but still no. <laughs> yeah, I definitely ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I yeah, it's remembered. A good movie. Yeah, um, it's, like, it's, it's got bad parts. Oh yeah, but it's not gonna save Attack of the Clones. Oh god, no. <laughs> definitely not. Which which was part of a decent movie. Half of the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Um, so, I, I mean, it's an easy pick. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's there. I mean, yeah, that's probably it, right? I, yeah. I don't know. 
Um, but not that there weren't other adaptations that we covered that were good, but like we mentioned, a lot of them were just kind of middle of the road, bleh. Like, I'm not going to vote for like WandaVision. Yeah. Um, or, or even Loki, which by the end kind of got me excited, but still overall was like a show that probably need, was would have been better off as an okay movie. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, again, I'm I'm probably putting Empty Man at the top there, even though I went. I mean, I went into that movie not even knowing it was based on a comic, but that was just one of the like recent like horror movies in general that I was like, wow, like that was something different and like uh, interesting. That was definitely one of my more pleasant surprises for for the year because that sure. was that was one that just like you suggested out of nowhere. It's like, oh, cool, like a completely new thing. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm going into. Excellent. Yeah, totally. And and reading, especially you know, comparing that to the comic, like you be- said, being completely unique. I think there's a lot to be said about that. Yeah. And I think the opening of Empty Man is like a fan fucking tastic. Like, I think that's oh, ten yeah. out of ten horror. Yeah, like, those first horror. twenty minutes, like I just alone or like worth watching oh yeah and like we said if if you haven't seen the empty man literally just watch the first 20 minutes get to the title screen and see if you want to keep watching yeah because you could even stop watching it there and complete experience You're oh fine. yeah totally uh, but you'll probably want to keep going because it's fucking dope yeah it's awesome uh, i so, highly recommend yeah so really good pick there as well because i highly recommend that just not a hot year for adaptations no or at least and the ones we covered the old ones they they've completely they've derailed our, our entire podcast <laughs> how bad they were <laughs> they've well, shaken morale actually i think that's the end of all of our, our all of our choices so that is clap everybody clap for the winners uh, <laughs> please clap they already won the actual award they care about so <laughs> congrats but yeah that'll be it for the uh for the choices we have like i said it's going to be complete this is probably the last time we go with this list of choices because going through it and uh like i said determining where we're going to go with the format moving forward i think that next year we'll have uh we'll be able to expand on that a little bit more and give more choices related to exactly the comic books themselves yeah um and since we'll be covering like wholer stories we'll be able to refine a lot more things like that yeah exactly and we'll have stronger opinions and like more fair opinions than yeah. like trying to judge <laughs> the first arc of batman and robin by itself yeah because how many have we like gotten six issues in and be like well i mean it wasn't great but it seemed like they're setting up a lot of cool stuff but like it's too and, early to tell and even in the best <laughs> example there's been so many ones where it's like wow what a, what a great start like a, and I, i'll be like i highly recommend you keep reading this to right. get to the good parts so it's like no talk about the good parts <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm excited to get into that. I think uh, trying to think what we we should do for November and December. Then I guess that's something we'll have to discuss internally. And if you yeah. have any suggestions, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Our options are now completely open. This especially opens us up to talk about more indie books. Yeah, because like sure. those are the ones, especially that like adaptations are not always going to be a guarantee. Yeah, like you're not because even even if if there's not a direct adaptation for a superhero comic, you can usually loosey goosey it. Like oh, here's a Batman thing. Yep. Yeah, totally. So uh, I think that's going to really open up our options there because there's a lot of, like, we could finally talk about, like, Harrow County and, like, some of the really good horror comics that are out yeah, there. definitely. Because um, that's been really taken off lately. Um, so I'm excited about where we, we will go moving forward. I think uh, we can announce on Twitter whenever we decide what our plan is for November and December. Yeah. December? December. No, that's October. December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it would, maybe we because I think our plan originally was to do something Spider-Man related, and I still don't oh, right, really yeah. want to talk about it in relation to the adaptations. I still want to go through and watch the Raimi trilogy. I definitely want to watch the Raimi. Yeah. So, so let's do that at least for sure. Um, but let's let's see. I'll try to find something Spider-Man related that we can do. Maybe Ultimate Spider-Man because I know that I enjoyed that one. That yeah, one's got a pretty good. That's flow the to animated it. show. Uh, no, I'm talking about the what comic. Oh, the comic, right, right, right. 
Um, Spectacular Spider-Man is, I think, what you're thinking of. Yeah, which yep. is still pretty good, but I don't know if it's something I'd want to break down on the podcast. Yeah, because it's still it's, it's like fun to watch. It's oh like yeah, a fun it's a good show. Super, like, oh cool, that's what they did with that character. But it's not going to be something I'm going to sit here and have a detailed essay <laughs> yeah. on. Certainly. Yeah, we don't have to break it down. Uh, so that is the plan moving forward. I appreciate you all sitting with us and joining us for the three year anniversary. Oh yeah, um, and uh, two year. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm moving through yeah, time. Yeah, you're jumping ahead. <laughs> I'm a time traveler. I came back to change the format because if we stick with this format, the world will end. Wait, this is the fourth year. Oh, my I'm God. <laughs> I'm so... Th- oh, wait, are we recording this podcast on the beach that makes you old? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it actually... The basement that makes you old. No. <laughs> we should record on a beach. That would be a lot more loud. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It would be fun if, like, a seagull picked up the mic and, like, hopped on. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd fuck up everything and shit on the computer. <laughs> All right. So um, we're getting close to 100 episodes. Uh, I think we're going to start reading only comic books, start recording only on beaches. Yes, um, exclusively. <laughs> I think that's going to be the plan moving forward. So, again, check back. We will actually have an episode uh, next week instead of having to wait two weeks. Uh, yep. We're going to be doing Lock and Key. We're going to finish that out, as promised, on Halloween Day. Oh, yes. We're going get, to be getting real spooky Yuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, who knows what the future holds. But thanks again for joining us for a second year. I hope you all have a really a jolly uh, October Halloween, I think is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> jolly October Halloween. Finishing year it. too strong. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See you later.